You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. And welcome back to Faster, More Intense for Chapter 2 of the Book of Boba Fett, The Tribes of Tatooine. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, and joining me again, the illustrious Joe Hogan. You know what I want? You know what I want after that? What I want after that is when the, you know, when Foden Bede introduced Jabba the Hutt and then they go, ah, la, 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 like that ah, thing. La, la, la. And then I just walk <laughs> in and disappoint everyone. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, man. Okay, let's just get right into it. Let's just get right right into it. Speaking of huts, speaking of huts, the twins, man, holy smokes. Look, good. Here's the thing. This is the (laughs) first time that we've seen a hut on screen since the Phantom Menace, right? So, like. Wow. Well, not not including clone. Live action. Yeah, live action. Live action. Yes. Um. And like let's let's all let's all be real. Let's all let's all be honest. Let's be real here for a second. 1997 special edition. Jabba not looking so hot. <laughs> a lot of weird choices made in order to accommodate the physical. At the time, I loved it. I thought of it was course, super, of did, course, doesn't look like Return of the Jedi Jabba. Yeah, but, but I was like, whoa, this is so cool. But yes, yeah, yeah. does not but, hold up. Yeah, not consistent. Yeah, it does not hold up. Uh, Phantom Menace Jabba mm, better. But I you're only talking about good. you're only talking about a two year difference. So the technology is still not quite. He's still smaller than he needs to be, right? Like, sure. It's still, but he looks like him at least. Yeah. These guys, the twins. Mm. Mm-hmm. Come on! Oh my god! I not only not only like visually do they look fantastic. Um, I love the the characterization of this weird. <laughs> kind of i mean like they're huts so they're grotesque no matter yeah. what but like they really leaned into it with this one of like the yeah. two of them like wrapped yeah. in one another it's yeah. like oh come <laughs> on guys come on because you're Jamie going like and uh, cersei lannister over here totally you're kind of you're kind of looking at it going like are they like are they like conjoined no they're just real familiar <laughs> they're just they're real just super familiar. weird i uh, and I love that, like that, like she never addresses anyone directly. She's just got the little yeah. fan. You upset just, my sister. Yeah, I love it. I love that he's the only one who does the talking. I love the colorization of like that. He's he's got the sort of classic green. He's although he's a little bit more green than Jabba, maybe um, not quite not quite so much of the orange in him as Jabba. But then she's got the that sort of that pinkish uh, brown hue um, that we've seen in the Clone Wars, right? So finally, like for 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 the wider audience, they're getting to see like the 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 diversity of 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 what a hut can look like. Um, man, fantastic! Now we just need Gravala. 
uh, to show up at some point. I, that's how that's how we so, sort this problem out. That's really what needs to happen is that Boba just needs to go find Gribala and then Gribala will will iron all of this out and uh, and everything will be fine. Gribala is from the Lego Star Wars stuff. For oh, okay. I, I see. I thought we were referencing Gardula at first, and I was like, no, oh, no, 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 right? no, Gardula. Gardula is is the one from the Phantom Menace, right? That's the other one from Phantom right. Menace. Um, I think. pretty yeah, sure I think so I but yeah fantastic moment with with the two of them and and obviously like the build-up from last episode and then this episode with the like uh the, the everybody keeps talking about the litter it's like oh you didn't you didn't I didn't see your litter and it's like yeah I love when Boba's like I walk on my own two feet and it's like it's it's yeah, it's good stuff. But uh, the payoff of that, of seeing these guys being carried around Mos Espa on a litter and it, the way that it's like straining under their weight, like that it's not just fly, like it looks like there's something heavy on it. And I love there's a moment right right uh, uh, before before the end of the scene, right before they go to turn around and go the other where one of the one of the guys like kind of almost like stumbles for a second and has mm. to like regain his footing. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Just that like poor guy. It, it's it's once again, I'm surprised it was so few of them lifting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it was a little bit like, huh, you guys are pretty tough. You guys are pretty <laughs> strong. But um, I this is this is once again like a great example of John Favreau, uh, of of his influence of like what have we what have we always wanted to see, right? Like what kind of stuff? It's it's sort of like an unanswered question of like how did Jabba really get around back in the day? And it's like oh this is how like Jabba Jabba wasn't crawling around on the sand himself, <laughs> right? Um, I love it. It's it's just so fantastic, and then. On top of that, black <laughs> Speaking of things we want to see, right? Black Chrysanthemum just getting the, and it's such a, it's so well done because for those of us who know, we know, right? The second mm. you see, you see that Blackford Wookiee and you're like, did they seriously just, and then he kind of steps further out and you see both shoulder, like both of the pauldrons and like the armor, like the gladiator armor. And you're like, mm. you're like, Oh damn! I'm pretty sure that's Kersantin. And then Boba mentions like the gladiator pits or whatever, and you're like, "That is absolutely meant to be Black Kersantin," <laughs> which is such a rad. This episode is how you do cameos right, because like there was a lot of complaints last season of of, of Mandalorian season two of Mandalorian of like all oh, the cameos took over the the season and it's like okay well they weren't really cameos ahsoka wasn't a cameo she's a part of the plot right boba mm. and fennec are not cameos right They're like people people sort of go like oh oh all these cameos all these cameos no, no no those characters are part of the story and unfortunately the way that they structured it is that mando has to meet all of these characters so that they can go all branch off onto their own stories and come back together at the end i think by by the time that we're done all of this like this whole mando era um and this whole story we see the whole thing like you pull back all right. the way everybody would be like you know what it was worth it it was worth it for season oh, two yeah. to kind of be taken over I, and and having just rewatched a bunch of the episodes last week like i i actually don't think it's that big of a deal i think everybody kind of blew it out of proportion a little bit it was very different from season one but at the same time it's like it was still great 
but w- but with this, like these are both uh, this and then the Cami and Fixer thing, which we'll talk about. They're both really great examples of this is how you do it. This is this is how you throw a cameo in there, and they're. I don't think that the Black Chrysanthemum thing is an Easter egg. I think that he'll be back. I yeah, that that, I have a feeling he's part of the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think he'll be around. But the way that they introduced him, I think is a really great way to do it. The Cami and Fixer thing, I don't know that. I, I think maybe we will see them again in order to give us context on the way that things are changing on Tatooine. Mm. But, but, um, but I don't. They're not gonna. There's never gonna be a point where where Fixer walks up to Boba Fett and is like, "Hi, I'm Fixer," <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like they're just there. The, here's the biggest thing. Cammy and Fixer aren't actually in the movies. <laughs> They're in deleted scenes that didn't see the light of day until like not that long ago. Um, and, and they were almost like urban legend at one point of like, I've seen, I've seen the anchor head scenes. Like, no, you haven't. Mm. Nobody's seen that. And it, 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 it's like, Oh, you've seen some of that behind the scenes footage, but we didn't get to see like the full scene until what the, the Blu-ray release, right? So 2015. No, wasn't it on a, um, I remember it being on like a CD-ROM thing. Like I bought this like big, like game pack thing. It came with like rebel assault and a whole bunch of stuff. Was there like a came... star Wars encyclopedia at one point? Was it something like that? Sort of. I mean, this, yeah. this thing I'm talking about <laughs> was from comp USA. I don't know if you guys ever had a comp USA in Canada, but, uh, no. it was basically like this big, game pack like a value pack and included with it was like a like a sneak peek of the special edition and like you know it was like 32 pixels wide but like (laughs) on that cd was also like a bunch of old a new hope deleted scenes i was like oh this is really cool and i feel like i saw it i mean obviously i didn't see it that well but i feel like i I got a good look at it but i don't know i don't i really don't maybe i'd have to find maybe Yeah, um, I didn't see it until the Blu-ray release. I think. Okay. I, okay. I, but I, yeah, but I mean, regardless, it's a deep cut. Like that is a deep oh, cut yeah. reference. Oh yeah. Um, but man, is it fantastic! I, I, yeah, I. But Black Crescenton showing up is. Hi, I I don't want to read too much into it because we read way too much into things last week. That was sort of our whole deal last week of talking mm-hmm. about Alden and all that sort of stuff. But I mean, could this be pointing at Afra? It it could, could. it could, right? Because we don't point. really. I don't think that we have any. I don't think we have any post Return of the Jedi content for Afra, right? I think that that right mm. now they're in that. Uh, uh, between empire and Jedi era with the comics. So we know she's around at that point, like war of the bounty hunters era. But I, but yeah, I don't think I don't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that we've seen with Afra post return of the Jedi. So if she does show up, it would be a first. Um, It would be really interesting if they did it because she is kind of really tied to that a new hope era, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's not to say that they won't or they can't. Um, it would be fantastic to see her. Uh, yeah, that'd be neat. And I, uh, yeah, uh, but, but I, but I also think that, that if we get Afra, that we're going to get Afra in our own series. Mm. Um, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know how much, how much Lucasfilm has sort of put stock in that character. Um, for a bit there, like for a minute, it seemed like they were putting quite a bit of stock. In yeah, the they seemed to like, like understand how popular she was. Yeah, she got her like own comic character. series. Yeah, yeah, and and then the they did the audio drama adaptation of of the first a couple of volumes, I think, really of 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 the after she, series. She um, also is one of the few like non film characters to get a vignette in that um, a certain point of view novel. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. the, in the new hope one and i was like wow hey, i was not expecting this this is a cool little surprise yeah yeah it, yeah it's 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 interesting it's like for a minute there it seemed like afro was gonna be like like one of the big things and then all and i don't know it feels like I, high republic kind of stole the thunder from everything for a little bit and i'm gonna say something controversial high republic doesn't do it for me it just doesn't, and like I'm not. It's that's not a quality judgment. Like I'm not saying that that High High Republic is bad. Uh, Light of the Jedi was fine. Like it was a, it was a good enough book, but it just um, the comics have not grabbed me. Like I have a stack of them that mm-hmm. I need to get through, and I just have no, I have no desire to sit down and read them. It's just I, yeah. This is my thing. I think it's just too much. I think that like they just went way too hard with it way too fast but um but yeah like like it it feels to me like high republic kind of sucked the oxygen out of the room for a minute mm-hmm. um like like it just kind of took over and uh, and i think maybe we're kind of on the other side of that now it feels like like maybe just by virtue of, of book of boba fett being out it's like oh we have something else to talk about that's not you know, uh, whether or not these two Jedi are going to kiss, which, Hey, like mm. I'm, I'm fully behind <clears throat> kissing Jedi. Like that, that sounds fantastic. But, um, I, but yeah, I don't know. It just, I, I just can't really get into any of it. So it's like, there was other stuff that we were, that was going on, uh, in other areas of star Wars that I was interested in that, that felt like they kind of got sidelined. And Afra is actually one of those things. Like I really liked the first run of Darth Vader comics. I haven't read the, the Charles soul stuff yet, but I really liked Afra in that. I liked what I really liked about it was that like, they kind of, they kind of set up that Vader had like a mirror image of, all of Luke's friends. Like, like he had like Afro was like his Han Solo princess Leia kind of smushed together. Uh, and then black Kersantin was Chewbacca. And then, um, <laughs> I, I, oh man, I, why evil C3PO and R2D2. Yeah. yeah and the, yeah, like very obviously evil C3PO and R2D2 triple zero. And, um, oh man, triple zero is, 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 the the astromech right and then what's the or do i have that back i might have that backwards anyways man i don't know (laughs) it's been so long since i read those but um yeah it was really cool how they were sort of building all that up and i really liked that i maybe we'll see some of those characters no i guess not timeline wise we might not see we wouldn't see them in kenobi but um i don't know i don't know speculation is dumb I, uh, but uh, yeah, I it's I think it's entirely possible that we could end up seeing Afra at some point. She could be operating on Tatooine, and you got Black Crescent in there. You might you might get a little bit of a moment, but um, 
But yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, she, it, she's an interesting character because she's not a good guy, not a bad guy. Like she's kind of, she, she, she doesn't mind killing people for Darth Vader, but uh, uh, she, she's also kind of got her own agenda that, that really doesn't have anything. She, she was Imperial affiliated, but not an Imperial, if that makes sense. So mm. it, it would be interesting to see her in with this mix because it's like Boba is a really great example of, um, and this episode is a great example of if Boba Fett's your friend, then he's a perfectly nice guy. Uh, but if you piss him off, then he does that face and uh, I, <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> You're probably about to get a Gadurfi to the, to the skull, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think that Afro would fit in really well with that dynamic because she's very similar of like, she seems nice enough unless you piss her off, in which case she'll probably find some way to get Darth Vader to kill you. Um, like she'll, she'll pin something on you and then you'll have Vader on your tail. But uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm uh, at, at the same time that I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. I hope that, that Afra shows up in something. I also don't want it to be like Ahsoka showing up in Mando and kind of taking over the show for an episode. Cause I'm really, really, really enjoying the way that, that this show is going and, and, and what they're doing for Boba Fett. Cause this, uh, I tweeted it right after I watched the episode yesterday. This is, this is some of my favorite star Wars of all time. Like the, when we get into the flashback, like into, into the, 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 the last, like what third of the episode, I, it just, it did the stuff that I love it. I love it when Star Wars is trains and I love it when Star Wars is vision quests and I love it when Star (laughs) Wars is making your own weapon. Like those three things are three of the things that I love. Like the, the train sequence in solo is one of my favorite Star Wars sequences. And they kind of, it was almost like, like, Oh, we're going to do a train again. Cool. Um, And they did some really cool stuff with it. I, I, and then yeah like the vision quest stuff was ridiculous and then him him uh carving his his gaffy stick was like it was like yeah this is this is what i'm here for so yeah i loved this episode i had such a good time with it um i've talked a lot joe do do some talking what, what how, how you feeling <laughs> yeah i i liked it um a lot more than last week which not to say that i i disliked it last week i was just kind of not really um I guess I wasn't really hooked yet, uh, but but this week I got it. Like I get it now. I was actually um, not frustrated, but I was like, "Ah, oh, man, we're going back to the Tuscan flashbacks on this episode." Just because I felt like for last week, because I just felt it was very slow, um, I was disappointed when I when I realized, "Oh man, we're going back to this." But I loved this week's story with them. And like, yeah. I get it. It's a slow burn. He's slowly earning their trust, all that stuff. And he's, he's learning their ways. And it's very like, you know, what last samurai Lawrence of Arabia kind of stuff. Yeah. Dances with um, wolves. It's the, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I get it. Like that's, and it's really cool. I like that. It's Tuscan Raiders. I like that. It's Boba Fett. Like I, I love, um, I love watching them kind of figure it out together. Like what the other person's saying. And like, um, 
all all that like kind of culture clash is is really fun like it's 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 fun to watch him figure out their ways but it's also fun like you know he brings back all the uh the swoop bikes and they immediately start taking away he's like no 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 (laughs) i'm gonna show you something from my world you've shown me your world let me show you my world yeah and that whole like training sequence of them you know riding the bikes and oh man it was so good it was so good i was like okay i i get it I, i like i understood where they were going but now it like it really felt like last week's served a higher purpose which you know i yeah i kind of figured it would because you know it's just kind of these stories are very deliberate with these live action shows especially um like nothing is just there for the sake of well well we need the plot to happen so we're gonna throw it in there Uh, it's all like very uh like i said deliberate yeah it was really good like I, i wasn't expecting to enjoy it so much um I feel pretty vindicated that, you know, we, no Kira yet, no uh, uh, Crimson Dawn yet, but Pikes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. also in solo involved with, with all that. Okay. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. No uh, way that that's a coincidence. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could be that it's a big galaxy, you know, we got, you know, all, the, all these guys running around, a lot of familiar faces, you know, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. But at the same time, like, uh, feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good about my stance on that, on, on who's mm-hmm. pulling this. Look, it's either Crimson Dawn who sent the, uh, the thugs after Boba or it's Kitster. It's got to be one of the other. <laughs> so either one. <laughs> Kitster's the one really pulling the strings. <laughs> Uh, man, it, that is hilarious because we are in Mos Espa and, uh, you know, there is a, there is a campaign. I would love sorts. that. It I would, would love that. It, the, honestly. I would love it if he wasn't a cameo, but ended up showing up and being like a very important character. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of there and then gone, but like is integral to the plot. And it's like, oh, that couldn't happen without Kitster. Um, He's got to be like an old man now, right? It was like forty years ago. No. Yeah, I guess that. so. I get. I get. I guess. I well. Okay. How so old is Anakin at this point? Thirty. Th- Would have been <clears throat> from from Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones is ten years, mm-hmm. and then the Clone Wars are three or five years, depending on who you ask. But let's say three years. So that's that's thirteen years, and then there's nineteen years between. I, 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 Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. So that's do that math for me. That's thirty three years. Uh, thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah, thirty two. Sorry. Plus, I, plus, let's say he was already eight years old. So yeah, plus he was already forty years old. at this point to A New Hope. So forty years to A New Hope, and then that movie that that trilogy takes place over. I mean, like if you pay attention to the comic books. 50 years because there's no way that you can tell that many comic book stories in the span of a few months between a new hope and empire strikes back. But let's say, let's say that the whole of the original trilogy takes place over what? Three years, four years, maybe. Okay. So we're talking about 44, 45. Let's say he's 45. And then then another like six years from return of the Jedi. Exactly. So, so he's in his late forties, early fifties. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I, 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 
I would really love that, honestly. The the yeah. one character who we last saw was in Moss Espa, other than Shmi. Yeah. Like, it makes sense that he'd be here. Uh, yeah, we did. You know what? We we speculated about so many characters last week, and neither one of us said the 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 name Watto. Uh, I I feel like he's dead by now. You think Watto's dead? So in the in the comics, Vader goes back and kills him, right? Mm. At, at at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It would be All right, well. I, it, here's my thing. I don't <laughs> think that we'll see Watto in this because I think we'll see Watto in Kenobi. I, I don't oh, I don't awesome. I don't think there's any way we get through all of Kenobi without seeing Watto. And that I think and awesome. I think that we might learn Watto's fate in Kenobi. And I think that that comic book where Darth Vader kills Watto might come to pass. Um, but uh, although although I'm 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 a big proponent of Vader never stepping foot on Tatooine. That that's like a, a, a but it might if he knows that that obi-wan's there then he like that's anyways i that's just muddies waters i don't i don't want vader yeah on tatooine. no neither do i we'll we'll fit but Watto doesn't have to stay on tatooine either so um uh, as a matter of fact Watto getting involved in whatever is going on and like obi-wan being like hey you made you like you i'm i may have been partly responsible for this monster but you're also pretty responsible for this monster <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna help me uh, that could be a very cool. Oh man, could you imagine a buddy cop show of Obi Wan and Watto? I man, oh man, I would love to see that conversation where Obi Wan is like, is like you, you realize that you are mainly responsible. I mean, like you didn't make him a slave, but you definitely owned him. You know, like to have Watto try and justify, like, yeah, but like I was like nice to them. You know, like I, um. I let him go home early that one time. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Anyways, we're talking about a completely different series now. Let's get back to Booga Boba Fett. Um, I guess. I guess. I, I, the mayor. So, I, I, having watched the first episode a second time, um, I, they, they, I think they call out the mayor by name. So we were kind of speculating: could that, could the mayor be somebody? And it's like, okay, no, he's, he's. He's he was definitely called out by name in the first episode, but uh, uh, we get to meet him in this one, and he's uh, he is just like his major domo. He is likewise uh, frustrating to deal with. <laughs> little sass bag. Yeah, it's there's a there's a lot of like like it doesn't matter what you say. Mark uh, is uh, oh and hey, voiced by Robert Rodriguez himself. Uh, I'm just looking at, I'm looking at, uh, uh, IMDB and seeing that. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a bit obnoxious. He's, he's a, he's a bit of a playing games with these guys, right? Like that's (laughs) kind of the thing. Um, and I, I, but I did like the, you know, throwing the guy (laughs) we've blazed past so much of this episode. The rancor pit moment was great. It was fantastic. (laughs) Oh yeah. That was awesome. I love the like shot by shot. Like this is, this is how it went before. And then it opens and it's, just, and she's like, it's empty. <laughs> and, and there's just the little rat, um, uh, which was just like a normal rat, which was weird. 
it's weird it's weird in star wars when things are normal but um but i'm all i also like it i think it's fine i i i've seen a couple of people complain online and it's like do you get mad when you're watching empire strikes back and a snake goes through the frame like they're just you know humans yeah (laughs) humans but they're just like straight up iguanas in that in 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 empire strikes back and you're just like there's not like they were just like hey put some lizards and snakes on set um (laughs) yeah it's not it doesn't it doesn't all have to be the craziest like let's let's and so i think actually it was like a very it, it has to be a very um uh deliberate choice of them being like yeah and then there's a rat just a regular rat if we go back to Return of the Jedi and see, like, I don't know, I, I feel like maybe maybe we got the implication of rats in Jabba's palace at one point, but um, yeah, aren't there rats on like the little uh, window when three PO and R two are like down, or is like when Chewie's getting brought down, or no, when Han I think is, so is getting brought down into the yeah, prison that, or whatever. That's yeah. what I'm thinking is that yeah, like 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 the like, like the cell yeah. that Chewie and Han are in or whatever, yeah. right? That that uh yeah there's something there's something with that but um yeah so uh but then the the scene where they take him into the mayor and 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 uh and the mayor just like has the dude executed before he can say anything else and it's uh you're you're in that moment of like well clearly he's covering something up but what is he covering up right like is it is it as um is it as straightforward as it seems or is there more to it? Like what's kind of, what's the, what, what game is he playing? I I think, I think the mayor is just kind of like, he's, he's kind of like waiting to see uh, uh, how this all shakes out. But yeah. Do you think, do you think that the, the assassin is, are we still going with Crimson Dawn being the, the culprit behind that or, or are we thinking that it's the twins? You don't think it's the twins? Oh man, yeah, that's true. I think when we saw the twins, I yeah, I floundered on that a little bit. Um, I don't know, man. Pikes, I probably would have been like, okay, it's the twins, but then the Pikes showed up. I was like, Durr! so yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still going, I'm still going Crimson Dawn just because I feel like the twins might be a red herring on that regard. I feel like we're supposed to think it was the twins after that confrontation, but I don't think it was. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm inclined to agree. Like, I think if it were that simple, um, it wouldn't be seven episodes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. we've, we've got, I think we've got more to uncover um, with this. And I do think, I, I think that, um, that the Pikes, it's, it's not, I, uh, I don't think that the Pikes are working for Crimson Dawn, but I think that Crimson Dawn might show up, might be showing up to deal with Boba Fett as sort of retribution. Right. Um, And I actually think that we might see Crimson Dawn in the flashbacks before we see them in the present day. And I think, I think that what we'll end up getting is, is there's going to, there are going to be repercussions to Boba stopping the train. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. And I, and I think that it, I think it's going to be Crimson Dawn coming to to sort of enforce their rule. And I I honestly think like you know I think Boba because you have to remember that there's what there's like five or six years right from the time that he gets out of the Sarlacc because he gets out of the Sarlacc pretty quick because 
he gets out and then like the next day or like within that day the jawas show up to to pick the sand the 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 sail barge clean right and it's like well the, those jawas they they got there as fast as they could yeah <laughs> they were there within like 48 hours <laughs> when when something like that happens and the jawas find out that you know like they're, they're going to be there to, to go over all the java stuff real quick um so like boba was was with the tuscans from like like return of the jedi was still happening and boba was with the tuscans that's kind of one of the things that it's always wild to think about with these characters that like oh something happened to them and then they're off screen and then we go off on the rest of the adventure and it's like like i uh, in the timeline man Cobb vanth probably doesn't even have the armor yet right you're, where we're at with you're, boba. you're you're making me want to see a supercut of Return of the Jedi spliced together with all the Boba stuff, like all the yeah. Boba flashback, because somebody had done that with um, Revenge of the Sith and the uh, the Clone Wars finale. Yeah, like the, the, last the, four the, the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah. Oh, it was like four hours long. It was awesome. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. And this will work even better because it's it's also live it's action. Live action. <laughs> you're not, yeah. Oh, you're not be amazing. Yeah. Um. I. You know. I think that by the time. I think by the time we're finished the first season of this, if it, if it's multiple seasons or whatever, but by the first by the time we're we're done this season, I think we'll have some definitive like timeline answers because I think I do think that like the flashbacks will get us to the point of him watching din drive off with the the uh maybe we'll even get the fennec shan stuff you never know but uh oh i guess we would i get i get because i guess that that happens before yeah so we'll, so we'll see like him recovering fennec shan and and yeah i think i think that they'll fill in a lot of those gaps it, it the big question there is whether or not it's one or or multiple seasons and how quickly they're going to go through this but it is like five or six years of time mm. to cover and I think that in that time, he will have um, really become like, because I think that we, we we get to see up until the end of this episode, him being accepted and becoming a part of the tribe. But now I think that we're going to get to see him like living amongst them and, and sort of, you know, uh, uh, gaining uh, ranks and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, because I mean, the first time we saw him, he was still on Tatooine wearing these robes that he just got, and like, yeah, he's got his his gaffy stick. He's chilling out in this area, and you know, I wonder if we're gonna see him tracking the armor at some point to Cobb Vanth. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think um, we will. I I really love the way that they uh, that they mirrored the scene from the first episode when he's putting the armor on. And then the final scene in this episode, second to last scene, I suppose, in this episode, when when they're putting the the robes on him and it's like they I this would be an interesting one to put side by side and go like, did they do it shot for shot? Because it's it's pretty close of Mm. like of of him putting on the one piece and then the boots and then like sort of like like they put the hand wraps on, they put the gauntlets on and the other like. It's very it's it's obviously intentionally similar. I wonder how close the two scenes are. Um, but it, I loved it, man. And then and then uh, the final scene, the 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 ceremony around the fire. I I just like I love 
I love that in 1976, they're making this Star War movie out in the desert in Tunisia, and they're like, what are we going to, like, we got to give the the sand people some weapons. And so they, they find these uh, uh, Polynesian, uh, I can't remember what they're called off the top of my, top of my head, but the staffs that the, that the Tuscans have mm-hmm. are modeled after these weapons that are like, you know, like, like Polynesian, uh, like, like New Zealand, like Maori uh, club weapons. And I like at the time, <laughs> obviously it was just like that. It was just George doing his George thing of like, Oh, we're just going to grab from these different cultures and we're going to kind of put it together. Right. Or along mm-hmm. with, with uh, I, I, oh my god, it's concept artist. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Ralph McQuarrie. Uh, McCoy, yeah. I, you know, like like they're just kind of they're grabbing from these different cultures and putting these things together and creating these the like the thing that Star Wars did so well of like like blending these things together to create something new. Um, and then and then you bring Boba Fett into the second movie and it's like he's this completely other thing and then we we're gonna leave him for a while. And then in in Attack of the Clones, it's like we got to cast Jango Fett, and and because they're shooting in Australia, the casting is pulling from a lot of New Zealand and Australian actors. It's pulling from that pool because it's like, well, that's where we are. So all of a sudden, you know, I, I you're getting you're getting these other actors that we may have never gotten the opportunity to see in these roles, like uh, I. I uh, Jay Lagaya as uh, Captain Typho, right? Uh, and uh, I and and obviously Tamara Morrison as as uh, Django Fett. And then you okay, fine, he dies, and you know that's a whole thing. And we'll flash forward a billion years later to now, and they're 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 making a Boba Fett show. They're bringing Boba Fett back. Tamara Morrison is the right age; it's perfect timing. You bring him back. And then all of a sudden you like some, somebody had the genius idea of, of he's on Tatooine. He's going to hook up with the, the Tuscans. And then you put this, this weapon, the, the gaffy stick in his hands. And all of a sudden you've now linked this choice that was made in 1976, maybe even 1975, depending on how, how early they made that choice. Right. <laughs> With this choice that gets made in like in like 2018 or 2019, I guess like 2019 they're they're, they're 2020 they're shooting uh, uh, this show, or not this show, but but they're shooting um, Mandalorian, right? They're making this this decision of Boba Fett's gonna be, he's 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 become a Tuscan. And you've just connected this this weapon with like like ancestral weapon with its with the right person, and and you have this opportunity to now give the Tuscans a whole culture, and to blend in all of this Maori, uh, I you know like like sort of South Pacific uh, Islander like all of that stuff coming together. It was just like holy crap like it's it, it's one of those things where star wars it's 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 purely by accident and coincidence right but then at the same time obi-wan says it in a new hope in my experience there's no such thing as luck like this that scene 
for me, I'll speak from my perspective, like that scene was magic. Like that was, that's why I'm into Star Wars. That's what I show up for with this, with Bad Batch, with Clone Wars, with Rebels, with all of it. Anything, anything you put the Star Wars label on, if it, if it doesn't have that magic, then, then, you know, that's when I'm going to walk away disappointed. This is what I'm showing up for. And, and they absolutely like, like that, that whole idea of like all of these things lining up, just the serendipity of now Tamura Morrison is carving a gaffy stick in the show. And then they have this scene of like this dance, which is like very, very, uh, like, like, uh, oh man, I can't, what do they call it? Like they do them in, in, in rugby games and stuff, right? When they like, the haka? They, the, yeah, yeah. And, I want to see a haka so bad. Yeah. Honestly, after seeing the ceremonial thing, exactly. I want to yeah. see a haka. I want to see a Tuscan haka and it's like, it, cause, because now all of a sudden that's part of this, that's, that's become synonymous with this group, uh, like these characters on Tatooine. And it's just like. This is, Star Wars is always at its best when it is making other Star Wars better. And now when I go back and watch Attack of the Clones, not only am I going to be watching the Django and Boba stuff with, with a new perspective, I'm going to be watching Anakin slaughter the Tuscans with a completely different perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, are they villains? What's going on? Like, it's because... Yeah, did Shmi do anything wrong? No, right? Like, 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 th- like they definitely they did the Tuscans did something bad, and there's a you know there's a reckoning that they have to deal with in that moment with Anakin, but also, why are these people on Tatooine in the first place? Because it's mm-hmm. not it's not their land, and and when they mentioned that like the oceans. Like yeah, before that the ocean dried up. What? <laughs> and it's like because the this this is the Tuscans' planet. It's and their their ancestry dates back to before. Because this is this is some Knights of the Old Republic reference stuff, right? Because even even in Knights of the Old Republic, it was it had been a few hundred years since uh since like the the core worlders had had colonized. Tatooine and, and destroyed the ecosystem but it's I think it's in the first Knights of the Old Republic game that we first learned that 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 the that basically people came from the core worlds and mined and just completely just just tore all of the resources from this planet and and turned it into a desert it wasn't a desert when they got there um, and they just they just dried it out and they just destroyed the ecosystem and the Tuscans have have still somehow managed to adapt. Right. Um, and it's just like like, yeah, like the the meaning and the depth of the things that are being brought to this show with the with the with the Tuscans and with Boba's journey with them. It's like uh, the the present day stuff is great and I'm enjoying it. But I think that I might be in the minority where I'm like the 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 flashbacks are way more interesting to me, like both in both of these episodes so far, the flashbacks are are definitely what what I'm enjoying the most. I'm really, really enjoying this Tuscan stuff. And it's not just that it's like it's not just like all this deep lore, you know, world building stuff. There's 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 
also these incredible character moments like the training with uh, uh with the tuscan warrior and uh and 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 boba and sort of and like the as that as that relationship that's a, that's a she, right yeah 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 uh, yeah I, I like her a lot yeah. Yeah, performed by Joanna Bennett, who is like a stunt really? person. Yeah, and she she's she's done like it na- name a name a superhero, like a female superhero from the last like five years, and she was the the stunt person uh, That's awesome. uh doing doing that stuff. So it's it's great that like she's getting to make this character her own. I here's here's the big swing for this episode. Here's my here's my my big thing. Are we gonna see a Tuscan unmasked, and is it gonna turn out that they're human underneath? Do you, do you think? Uh, I I don't know. Because I would like to, I, I and I would love that. I feel I, like that that's always been kind of my suspicion. Yeah. Um. I I think the little girl in the trailer is the Tuscan kid that's like fond of him. The 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 speeder like the swoop yeah speeder bike kid yeah that would be awesome if like because we because we've kind of we've kind of referred to that as a as a i mean i think we've mostly said kid we've been pretty gender neutral but i've been thinking of that as like a boy and his dog sort of thing right like that's the mm-hmm. way that i've been framing that it would be fantastic if we got that rug pulled out from underneath us mm-hmm. and it turned out that that's actually a young girl and i i yeah, I do. I think that there's a connection between the kid and the warrior because they both have the warrior has that red strip of, of cloth on the on the front mm-hmm. of her of her robes of her tunic. And then the kid has the red scarf and nobody else really has very much red on them. The chieftain has a little bit of color on his stuff, but not like not like that bright strip of red. Mm. So I think that's interesting. Um, man, you might be onto something with that one. Because uh, here's 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 why I'm saying this. I think two things are going to happen. I think that Boba and the Tuscan Warrior are going to fall in love. I think oh, that that'd be awesome. I th- I think that that's something that's going down. And then, then, she's then dead. and then I, <laughs> and then it. I think that Crimson Dawn is going to kill the Tuscans. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and that that's the thing that spurs Boba Fett to be like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Like, like, like for him, for like, like his, he found this new family, the thing that he never had. Right. Yeah. Like a community that he belonged to something that he was always kind of searching for with, Like, when we see that in clone wars a lot with him of like, you know, he's looking for mentors, he's looking for this community, like a group to be a part of and, uh, but never really fitting in, never really finding that place and then becoming a loner by the time the empire strikes back. Uh, and then he, so he finally finds this group to be a part of and and, you know, like self actualizes, which is, I think, what we saw in this episode. Right. Is that he's like, oh, this is who I am. This is like like, yeah, I'm a warrior. Yeah, I'm this I'm all these things. But like I'm more than the clone of Django Fett. Right. Um, and uh, and to have that all ripped away from him and for him to be like, that's it. Like I'm done. like I'm. I'm going to take over Tatooine so that I can make sure that this never happens again. Like I'm going to fix this planet. Um, Mm. And that's when he decides that, you know, he's going to go get the armor and he's going to get his ship and he's going to do all, all this stuff um, with Fennec. And uh, I, 
Yeah. I, and I, cause I, I think that he was on his way to go get the armor from Cobb when he sees Boba leaving with it. And then is like, like he'd been tracking the armor and then, and then, you know, lucky for Cobb Vanth didn't got there first <laughs> mm, no. and recovered it first. Um, so that things could play out the way that they did, but we'll get Cobb Vanth by the end of the season for sure. And yeah, I feel like that's inevitable. Um, I th- and and I think and I think that there will be like a moment where they're like uh oh, and then it'll be like no no you guys want the same thing, you guys want the exact same thing you want prosperity for, and 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 I think that the way that that'll happen the thing that'll stop him some people are like oh well, that's when Din could show up and it's like no no I think I think that Boba will show up in in most Pelgo to to I to I you know, deal with Cobb Vanth in some way. And then that'll be the moment like, like right before something is about to happen, the Tuscans will show up and, and it'll be like, Oh, you guys are the same. Like, 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 uh, like, like he's like, he's able to, to see past the, the, their exterior and realize that they're people as well. Right. Mm-hmm. That whole, that whole dynamic. And I think that that'll be their common ground and they'll be able to, forge an alliance with that because i because yeah. <laughs> i just want more Cobb vanth uh, like that really at the end of the day oh I'm me gonna, too he's awesome i'm gonna do all sorts of backflips in order to to justify Cobb uh being a regular <laughs> on this series um and a part of everything there's no there, there's just no way that Cobb vanth isn't isn't part of everything you don't you don't cast timothy oliphant and then and then just leave him to hang out in the middle of the desert that's you, you, when you when you when you have that resource, you milk it. You milk <laughs> you it. You use it. Yeah, you use, use that it. beautiful man. Oh my God! Can you uh, just like t- Tem and and Timothy Oliphant and uh, uh, Ming Na Wen all just like on screen together? This is like the Avengers. Pa- Pedro really Pascal is. in there, and then you know, like, oh, come on, you guys. Please. It's just, it's very hot. It's, we need this. <laughs> it's it's very hot on Tatooine, and I'm not talking about the temperature, you guys. I'm That's not. Right. <laughs> I, I, spicy people only apply. I, man, is there anything? What 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 haven't we talked about in this episode? The lizard went up his nose. Yeah, that was weird. Um, how did he see the things that he wasn't there for? The Force. Um. So I, I heard on a podcast that I listened to, uh, uh, kind of funny did did their reaction to the first two episodes, and I I oh man, I think it was Tim Geddes who who mentioned like is that was that in a Salamari? Oh, is crazy! That, is this is this the is this like the <laughs> the the, the retconned? I I yeah. I would, I would love it. I it and, That'd be and weird. Here's my thing. Until somebody says otherwise, I think so. I think it's a type of a salamari. It's it, maybe it's not like the same type that that um, that Thrawn, you know, walked around with uh, draped around his neck. But but the idea that like that that there are lizards with connections to the Force um, in these different ways. Uh, yeah, because because I do I think I do think that that's the thing. I think that they, I think we're supposed to be drawing a direct correlation between the Tuscan traditions and and the Jedi, 
and the force like because how similar was this vision quest to the younglings on on i i i oh my god what's the name of the planet i'm terrible today i can't think of any of the names camino no the the younglings on on the 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 youngling arc from clone wars the star killer base what what planet is it before oh, ilum ilum thank you i knew it started with an i um but yeah i i it's it's so like like the vision showed him it was sort of like like it was kind of his fear but it was also it was also kind of a vision of what Tatooine was before but that also connected into Camino and you know like the Jawas in the tree and like it just there it it was weird it was weird and it was in Star Wars when it gets that weird it's because of the force right and and what does he come back with he comes back with his kyber crystal this piece of wood that he's going to craft into this weapon that's his and only his that doesn't belong to anybody else and he goes and he and 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 uh, an expert is going to show him how to you know teach him how to craft it and turn it into this weapon and he's going to he's going to build this thing by hand and it's going to be and the the interesting thing to me is that he's he's not using it right now in the present day right like he's mm-hmm. he's he's not carrying it and i think there's going to be a transformation um where he's cuz he what he needs to do is he needs to integrate tuscan boba with Mando Boba and and I uh, you know we'll we'll see those two things come together into yet another version of this character. Um he's not done his transformation isn't complete, right? He's like like he's got both of these sides to him, the crime lord bounty hunter side and then this Tuscan side and he has to integrate those two things. That's to me that's what the show is about and that's why we have this split timeline is mm-hmm. like yeah. And why we're not getting this in the, in a linear fashion, because the whole point is that we have to see these come up to the point where they where they both culminate, um, and uh, and it's going to be you know like he has to re embrace that Tuscan side, which I think that he's he's maybe not he's shying away from a little bit because of some trauma, because of some 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 bad feelings around that, but yeah. Well, I will say I'm glad they uh, they brought guns this time in the present day. <laughs> Smart. It was a little yeah. silly last time that they left. Ah, they're heavy. It's the desert. We'll leave them home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, hey, uh, guys, stop walking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buy a like, speeder. Yeah. Right? Like, like, really yeah. Fine. Just I'm like not even like look once you get into town yeah walk around it's fine it's most espa it's it's crowded streets but I uh, you know like when when you see uh, uh, Fennec walking back to the palace oh man dragging this guy and you're like did you walk the whole way you walked okay that so whole way. to be fair though the Gamorian guards like they could have taken a speeder there and the Gamorian guards might have taken boba back uh you know what you're yeah you're probably right so i do think that that's fair that she walked back you're right you did it you you you've solved the missing speeder i solved the star war yeah that's it that's the only problem anybody has with boba (laughs) fett right now all right and everyone uh, can go home and you just answered it so now all of the whiny man babies on twitter can can settle down because we've solved the problem um man 
not to give them any oxygen, but I, <laughs> but oh boy, oh boy, because I'm not going to talk about any specific arguments, but oh boy, are some of these big old dum dums completely missing the point? Um, yeah, I don't know like, how you deal with Twitter, man. I just I don't, I don't even. Uh, well, the thing is that like I don't I don't uh, I a I don't actively seek this stuff out. I avoid it. So when I start seeing something cropping up, I just scroll past it. Um, and I've, I have cultivated a pretty good, a a pretty good Twitter feed of, of, uh, enlightened, intelligent, uh, uh, you know, good, good human beings. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, here's a really good example. Uh, zero Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers on my feed for like, for like two weeks after the movie came out. Wow. Uh, So like nothing in the lead up and nothing afterwards. Everybody was super cool about it. So it's like I, I was like, oh, I've I've done a very good job with my Twitter feed of like you know, <laughs> we, weeding out the 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 dum dums, uh, yeah. So, but but it's unavoidable. Like you, you just you can't you can't be online right now. I think in the Star Wars space without without running into a couple of big old stupid people complaining about Boba Fett not walking around chopping everybody's heads off or something. I don't know what they want. Like that's really at the end of the day, like that's the thing. And I, I guess I shouldn't say I don't know what they want. I do know what they want. They want what I was worried. All of this was going to be when they announced the Mandalorian. I really thought like, Oh man, like, and, and when we, when, um, what's his face, Josh Trank was working on the Boba Fett movie and you know, that never, that was never confirmed, but it was heavily rumored. Um, I was like, I don't, but I don't need it. I don't need a Boba Fett movie. I don't need like, like a heavy metal two hours of, of, uh, you know, cool guy, uh, star Wars, Batman killing people. Right. And that's what I thought Mando was going to be. And then it turns out to be this completely other thing. And then they introduced Boba Fett. And at first I'm like, Oh man, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, he is acting very different from how he has been portrayed in comic books and novels. <laughs> mm. And uh, and then and then in this series, even more so, it's like, oh, there are there is depth. There are layers. This is an interesting character. And I'm actually like falling in love with the character again for the first time in a way. Um, but but yeah, like like what I was worried about is what they want. They want like Metallica playing while Boba Fett lights dudes on fire for two hours. <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, that's not, that's not what I'm, that's not why I like Star Wars. That has, that has nothing to do with Star Wars. Right. If that's what you want, that's like, that's cool. I don't like if, if that's your flavor, if that's your speed, that's cool. There are movies and stories like that, like and and go for it, and some stuff like that I enjoy, but but I don't want it in Star Wars, and I don't want that for Boba. Um, we have a a very very talented actor playing this character, you know. Give him some room to move, which they are right, and I I yeah, I mean like I I couldn't be happier with how the series is going. Um, the only thing that sucks is the wait from week to week. <laughs> that's the, that's the rough part for me. I do want to see Boba Fett fight black Kersantan though. I do want to see that. I want to see them fight. I want to see a real throwdown between those two characters, but 
I also want it to mean something. I want it to have, you know, some sort of gravitas to it. But anyways, well, anything yeah. else? Uh, sorry. It, 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 were you going to say something? Not, no, 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 no. I was just saying we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I, I think we did it. I, I, I think we talked about this episode. Uh, let me, let me jump, let me jump over to social media really, really <laughs> quick and, uh, and, and see what we got from people. Cause I did put out a little oh, cool. thing right, on great. the, on the Twitter and the Instagram and Facebooks at star Wars FMI on all three. Um, and I just said, Hey, you know, spoiler, spo- I, what I posted was chapter two hit hard. Let us know your spoiler free thoughts in the comments. Uh, we got Giver Dark One just very simply wrote it was and then two fire emojis. So hmm. double fire is that is that how that works? Uh, let me let me yeah. check Facebook. Straight fire. I I know I know that I did get comments privately from a few people uh, about how great the episode was. Uh, uh, but I'm just just check just check. Did anybody leave a comment? No, nobody left a comment on Facebook. Um, but I, uh, I, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think this episode was better received by, by people in general than the first episode because I do think the first episode kind of, it had a couple of moments that that were that that fight was a little bit off, but it's okay because it got us where we needed to go. Um, and this episode, the, <laughs> I love the gift that's going around right now of, of Boba on the, the swoop bike as he's like, he's like showing them how to, he's like, you ride it like a band. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's doing like with the arms going up and yeah. down and he's got the big goofy smile on his face. Oh, my uh, favorite was the Tuscan that went backwards. <laughs> it's so good. awesome. It's so good. But, but it, it was so great how they, how they crafted that scene. Cause it starts off very silly. And then it slowly builds and builds and builds until the point where the the Tuscan jumps from one speeder to the other, and mm. and nails it. And then that's the moment where like all of a sudden the tone changes. It's like, nah, now we're good, right? I I and yeah, they just they they uh, they crafted that so perfectly. It was so well done. So I I who's the director? We need to call it the director, Steph Green. First time, first time Star Wars director, Steph Green. I. I, this is one of the reasons why I think some of these, some of these little baby boys on the internet are getting mad is that you got women, uh, taking star Wars in interesting new directions. That's not um, allowed. And yeah. How dare they? How Can't dare they that. look like this is Steph green known for on IMDb, the Americans and the watch and, and watchmen. Like those are the first oh. two things that, that show up on, on her IMDb. I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a the man in the high castle as well. Uh, an episode of Luke Cage, Preacher. Uh, yeah, man, Bates Motel, Scandal, Billions, like uh, tons of great resume, um, and obviously a fantastic episode. So there you go, there you go. People are dumb. People on the internet are dumb, and you know we're people on the internet, so that means that we're dumb too. But you guys oh, are always. You guys, mm-hmm. my yeah. whole life, all my life. <laughs> uh, I can't think of a better way to end this episode than that. So that's what we're gonna do. Thank you guys okay. for listening. Uh, unless is, you got anything else you want to say? 
what are your hopes for next episode? Mm. What do you want to say next episode? Yeah. Other than <sighs> Kitster. Other than Kitster. I do I do want to see I do want to see another hint at Crimson Dawn. I'd I'd like to see something okay. pointing us in that direction. Okay. Um I don't want like full confirmation just yet, but I I would like us to see like okay, yeah, we're on the right track here. Um just sort of start start hinting at that. Um yeah, I don't know. I I I want to. I want a little bit more of the history of Tatooine. I, I think that that's that that's that was neat. One one of the things that that we're that we're getting here, and it's like, why are we going back to Tatooine again? And it's like, well, because there's stuff to talk about. <laughs> there's there are more things to talk about on this planet, um, and it and it might actually have some some meaningful uh, uh, allegory to it. Um, I really I. <laughs> Darth Maul's body is buried somewhere on that planet. <laughs> zombie Darth Maul, whatever you want. I don't want a zombie Darth Maul, but I do want an acknowledgement that 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 happened. Um, if Crimson Dawn is is going to be a part of this story, then I think that those ah. two things are are linked. Um, that and that's sense. all I'm going to say that uh, when, when I, when we did an episode with, with Marie Claire Gould from, I uh, what the force, I, I back in September, I think, <laughs> um, we did talk about, you know, like this idea of, of Darth Maul, um, uh, potentially coming back in the Ahsoka series, not physically, obviously, but as, uh, because, because Ahsoka and, and Maul are somewhat linked and because of the fact that Sam Witwer is also um, the the son in the Mortis uh, arc, uh, and in that in that in the Mortis Trinity, right uh, of the the father, the son, and the daughter, and we know that Ahsoka is like the spirit of the daughter is in Ahsoka. Mm. If Darth Maul is representative, like the fact that Darth Maul and Sam Sam Witwer plays the son and Darth Maul, like those characters are connected right on a meta level so but i also think like on on a very obvious level in the way that the characters are designed and and their their motivations and stuff like that so what she had sort of put forth was this idea that that one of the reasons that ahsoka is kind of off separate from the rest of the galaxy is because she's wrestling with this 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 dark side aspect and it's one of the reasons why she says i can't teach grogu um, and, and that that could very well connect back to Darth Maul in some way. Um, I, hmm. and because there's still a lot of untold story with Darth Maul of how he got from the end of Siege of Mandalore to, uh, to Crimson Dawn. <laughs> right. I, so, uh, and, and Solo, right. Like, like how do we get from, from, from one to the other? I, so yeah, it, at at some point we are going to get more Darth Maul story, whether or not it's connected in with Book of Boba Fett or it's connected in with Ahsoka. But it could be a really good reason for Ahsoka to end up on Tatooine at some point, and because uh, I I I think that all of this Mando stuff, I think the Mandalorian, I think uh, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, like I think that it's all going to kind of come back to Tatooine, and that's why we've met like in the sequel trilogy it's I, retroactively in the sequel trilogy we never came back 
except for at the very, very end. And we didn't really get to see very much of what of what was happening on the planet. But that's why it was Jakku. Like the fact that we got Jakku instead of, you know, the, the classic desert planet. Um, it's like, OK, maybe it's a different place now. Right. By the time that we get to the sequel trilogy. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I want I want to I want to see more of that stuff. And I and I think that Darth Maul might be important in that in the healing of the planet. His uh, his dark presence somewhere like it, like the cave on Dagobah. Right. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, his his death there has to have left an impression. It has to. That's Star mm-hmm. Wars 101. So, uh, yeah, that's all. I'm just putting that out there, putting that out there. Uh, Quick question. Is Ray Park still on the Pudu list or or was that whole thing like blown out of proportion? Uh, I don't think that it was blown out of proportion. um, Because I I don't know. I remember hearing that like it wasn't him. It was him and and X, Y, Z. So like I don't I really didn't follow it other than while it was happening. And then like that was kind of it. I'd never really heard anything about it since then. The accusations say that it was him. He says that it wasn't him. And then he kind of just went quiet. <laughs> okay. Um, I think to avoid, you know, you know, I'll I'll be perfectly honest. I'll be totally blunt. I think that he got the same phone call that Gina Carano got of like mm-hmm. from Lucasfilm and Disney saying, "Hey, knock it off, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> quiet this down, or you will not work on this franchise ever again." And I think that Ray Park, knowing what's good for him, went okay. Yep. There's definitely like there's this stuff that we've done and there's a possibility that I could play this character again and I'm not Mm. doing anything else right now. So I better watch out. (laughs) I better be careful. Um, And so I think that that he kind of went quiet in order to avoid controversy as opposed to Gina Carano, who was like, no one tells me what to do and tripled down after doubling down. Uh, and, uh, and, And we know how that ended for her. So. Um, yeah, I, I, that's, that is my gut instinct on that. I don't know. I don't know how much validity there is to it. Obviously it's a huge amount of speculation, but, uh, but yeah, I, to me, it is, it's one of those things. It's a little bit like, it's kind of like all of these, you know, stars that have controversies of this nature, like the, it's, it's really interesting because you do certain things and it's like, all right, you're done domestic abuse and and i uh, uh, like domestic issues because I, I don't remember what the full extent of the ray park thing was i um but uh and we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of it. Yeah. he he, he yeah. did unsavory things and his his ex well that was my question what called, was it him was it like a hoax or was it actually him or was he hacked or what yeah, uh-huh. and again, like he says that he was hacked, right? But it's it was one of those things of like <clears throat> that'd be convenient, okay. but um, <clears throat> but yeah, I I it's funny those things tend to get swept under the rug. Um, but it's religious stuff tends to be the thing that actually gets you into into the most trouble these days. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's funny. It, it is one of those things of like, if you're not married to somebody and you get accused of something, it can end your career. But if you, if you were married, then it becomes like a, like the conversation changes. Cause, cause yeah, there's, it's, I don't know. We don't need to get into all that sort of stuff. <clears throat> but I mean, there's stuff with other stars, you know, Johnny Depp, 
Jeremy Renner. And it's like stuff happens. And then, and then Hawkeye comes out, right? Johnny Depp doesn't get to be in, in uh, the Harry Potter things anymore. But, <laughs> but then on top, like, like aside from that, like Harry Potter is a really great example of JK Rowling saying very, very disgusting things on, on the internet and uh, you know, not even on the internet, just on the internet, but in publications and on news programs and stuff, saying horrible, horrible things, gross stuff. I, uh, I, uh, and then you know, people like this Harry Potter thing comes out, and people just go watch it, <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry, I thought that we all took a stand here. No, no, that's not what was happening. All right, I guess. Um, anyways, I, I, so I don't know. I don't know what the rules are anymore. Is what I'm saying. I don't no. know. I don't know where we draw the line. I, I, it's, it's, it seems like we should be maybe a little bit harder on certain things than other things. But anyways, I don't think that Ray Park's coming back as Darth Maul. Um, okay. I don't, I don't All right, well, think, that, that ultimately answers the question, like the reason I was asking. I think, I like, think if we see the spirit of Darth Maul, I think that that'll be a mainly CG thing. And I think if there's a physical component to that performance, I think it's going to be Sam Witwer. Yeah, I'd be uh, cool with Sam Witwer having makeup. Fine. Cause cause if you if you remember Me. Darth the way that Darth Maul looked at the end of his time, uh, uh he was very like emaciated and he looked very different from the way that he looked uh in in the prequels and, and even during Clone Wars. So um I think that you could you could throw Sam Witwer in there and he'd have a little bit more of that look because because Whitworth's got the he's he's got those like oh, chiseled cheekbones you know what I'm saying I mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about a lot of pretty guys on this episode and <laughs> anyways I yeah I I think I think I I would love nothing more than to see Sam Whitworth in the makeup doing the thing I uh, as a as a as if we see him as a force spirit, I think like he'll look more like Darth Bane did in the, in the Yoda stuff in clone wars. Like he'll have like that kind of smoky appearance, um, which would be rad rather than like a blue shimmering ghost. I, I, I want to, I want to see it. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Uh, anyways, let's, uh, we're going to end this episode for the third time now. <laughs> All right. I <laughs> uh, cuz cuz this is how it goes with with you and I. I'm going to answer my own question real quick. Yeah, okay. I well, would yeah. just like another long episode because this was delightful. The 52 minutes of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. For sure. Uh okay. Cool. Well, uh yeah, mine was a very long answer and it, it, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't really an answer cuz I just talked about a bunch of stuff that would be cool. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see it in the next episode. I want all of it in the next episode. It's yeah. going to be four hours long. <laughs> Ahsoka shows up and launches her own series off of it. Yeah. Darth, the uh, ghost of Darth Maul. It's going to get crazy, people. Yeah, yeah. get ready. Buckle up. I, I, cool. That's it for this one. Thank you guys for listening. I, and we'll be back next week. Talk, talk about chapter three of the book of Boba Fett. Whoop, whoop. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Star Wars FMI. If you like what you hear, you can support us in two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch, or by heading to patreon.com thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support. 
Your pledge gets you early access, exclusive podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Faster More Intense is part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Head to thunderquack.com for more great podcasts.